Welcome to When I Thought It Smelled Bad on the Outside, a podcast about Star Wars. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle Jones, and with me, as always, is Brent Stevenson. Good evening, sir. Good evening, uh, and uh, a good evening it is, in fact. Uh, yes. It is uh, Wednesday, March 1st, um, and it is the... F- First day of season three of The Mandalorian, yeah, uh, which uh, we're going to be talking about tonight. Obviously, um, we we're talking about the sh- you know uh, about watching the show, or at least me watching the show before we recorded. But I <laughs> I, I did not confirm, as per usual, that you have seen the episode. I'm assuming you have. I have, yes. I've watched okay. it twice. You've watched it twice. Okay, so what did you just general thoughts at first? What did you think of it? Um, I thought it was um, okay. I, I understand it's the first episode setting up everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to say a whole lot happened, but I guess some kind of did. I, I guess I was exp- I was hoping for more, and I know they were trying to do that with the intro, like a more kind of a bang, here's the Mandalorian thing, which what they were trying mm-hmm. to do in the beginning of the episode. That part didn't really work for me, but um, I, again, I'm, you know, they've set all the pieces in motion to what the season's going to be. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of surprise uh, with one aspect that happened in the episode. Okay. Um, so we can talk about that after. But just my general overall, um, first episode is done out of the way. It's setting up everything. I'm excited to see where this goes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was disappointed. Yeah. Um, I'll be like, I'm not saying it was bad. No, no. Um, I'm just uh, was disappointed that it was all we got was set up. Yes. Pretty much. Right, yeah. it was just here's us setting the table for for what uh, the season is going to be, and the frustrating thing for me was that most, a lot of what we learned in this episode we already knew. Mm-hmm. That's true. So. It, it, it felt like they were, part of this was designed for people that um, didn't watch Book of Boba Fett, um, yep. so we could lay some or repeat some uh, groundwork that was done there. Although there was some contradicting stuff, but we can get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but the I think the most frustrating thing for me was um, it was short. It was short. <laughs> And it's funny, you know, uh, when uh, I saw the runtime for 36 minutes, I'm like, boy, that's pretty short. So I had to go back and look to see the runtimes of all the other episodes. And they were basically around the same time, too. You know, uh, except for the uh, second season finale was 51 minutes. But generally, the episodes were 36, 40 minutes. Uh, were they? Okay. Yeah, so I did go double check because I was like, man, I could have sworn these things were like an hour long. <laughs> I, I, I knew they weren't typically an hour, but this one felt particularly short. It, it did. It, it really was, did. It was getting near the end of the episode, and I'm like, 
are they ending it already? And that was the first time I had saw like how long the episode was because I you know hit the you know hit, hit the little uh, the uh, the option button on uh, on the remote to see how much time was left. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I, I didn't need to wake up at four this morning to watch it. I could have <laughs> you know I could have got up at five and watched it twice. But so do. You- um, and just a question too. I almost want to say the. I know this is. I'm assuming it's only eight episodes this season again. Yeah. Um, I think I so. Felt, I felt like it was a little rushed, a little clunky. Like it just. It almost didn't feel very good. Mm-hmm. If that makes kind of sense. I completely agree. Um, yeah. The first season. Obviously, the pilot, the first episode, is. I think it would be hard to you know to compare. Yeah. Um, because that was so well done. Mm-hmm. But even episode two, or sorry, um, uh, uh, sorry, the the first episode of season two was done very well. Yes. Right, like it was still setting up stuff, but it did feel like it was. They gave that episode enough time to breathe, and I'm yeah. just seeing, and yeah, it the first season uh, two ep- uh, episode one was 52 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Um. And this was just yeah, it felt so compressed it was info dump info dump info dump info you know like it was just you know them bouncing around everywhere they, they had all uh, these boxes to check off and they're like okay that's done let's go this let's do this let's do that I, that's exactly what i was thinking uh today was that i was driving to work and thinking about it i'm like it, it really felt like like all right we have all these things we have to uh, accomplish we have to set up or deal with for the rest of the season. So let's just do it in this episode. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So let's, let's dive right into it. So yeah. the episode opens with, uh, we find a new, or the, uh, some of the Mandalorians have found a new conclave. Uh, they're in a cave. We get to witness the process of a youngling, uh, mm-hmm. taking on the creed and putting his, his helmet on for the first time. And of course, in you know, typical Star Wars fashion, um, they get interrupted <laughs> by a, a giant alligator. Giant <laughs> <You know>? alligator. <laughs> and, yeah, and it's funny because I'm like, okay, what? I mean, I, I, we, knew, we know what its purpose was in this scene, but I was kind of like, that was like kind of like out of nowhere, a big giant monster. You see, like there was a part of me that thought, Oh, maybe this is part of the, uh, of the ritual, right? Mm -hmm. That, uh, you know, the youngling puts on the helmet becomes, you know, becomes a Mandalorian. And part of that uh, is they have to, you know, fight with their brothers and sisters. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and that's what the this creature was. So for a second, I thought, okay, this is part of the uh, the ceremony. But you realize very quickly that no, they were just surprised. Yeah. Um, and which allows uh, Dinjarin to fly in in his N modified N one, <laughs> uh, and save the day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, that that I know what they were trying to do, big grand mm-hmm. entrance for them, but for me, it just didn't do it for me. It, it didn't. I, I didn't go like, "Hooray, he's there! He saved the day!" I didn't do that. So no, just... because when you think about the entrances in the like once again in season one and in season two. He had these. He had these good entrances when it was him coming in, mm-hmm. right? You know, in the first in season one, he's entering. Actually, in, in entering the bar in season two, he's entering that that the, uh, arena or the the the, uh, the fight club or whatever. Yeah. And this just seeing his starship, like it just is. Yeah, it wasn't as exciting. Um, no. Like it. Oh. Like it, it felt like it could have been anybody. Right, like it wasn't. It didn't yeah. feel like it was Din Djarin that saved the day. It was like it, like anyone in a starship could have, yes, it, it could have uh, solved that. But yeah, they wanted to have an exciting, you know, exciting way to introduce him or to bring, you know, or introduce him into the story. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just didn't. I agree. I don't think it worked as well. Yeah. So we get the title card, uh, and then we have to, to see him having a conversation with the armorer. Yes. And yep. this was the part that uh, probably frustrated me the most, or it might have um, affected the, uh, how I viewed the rest of the episode, mm-hmm. was that they essentially have the same conversation that they had in Book of Boba Fett, except part of the conversation, they've switched sides. Yes. Because in the Book of Boba Fett, um, the armor tell, tells Din Djarin, it, for him to absolve himself, uh, mm-hmm. he has to go to Mandalore and bathe under the bathe in the pools that are uh, beneath Mandalore. And he's the one that says, "Well, you know, I thought it was destroyed." And she's the one that sets him, uh, that tells him to. That's what he has to do. Yeah. In this uh, this episode, we we hear he, the the same thing, but he's the one that's telling her that, and she's saying, "No, you can't. No, <laughs> you can't do that. It doesn't exist anymore." Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 did something happen? I maybe and we just weren't informed of what happened. I, I, I guess they have indicated the time has passed and, and obviously we get a better visual representation yep. of that a little later in the episode. But I just felt like it was the only reason why they changed it, and this is me being cynical, was that oh well they've you know, they've already had this conversation elsewhere. So let's let's flip it so it's a bit different. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, I like it. I like it when Din is sent on these reluctant missions. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you know, uh, in in the first season, he t- you know took the mission on, upon himself uh, to protect uh, Grogu. In the second season, the mission he's given is to you know is to bring Grogu back to the Jedi. Yeah. Um. And this season, I th- I realize we're only one episode in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would have enjoyed the mission more if, once again, he was reluctant and told, this is what you need to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he accepts it, uh, and he decides that he needs, uh, some, uh, he needs some help to get to Mandalore. So we go <laughs> back to Navarro, which yes. um, it was great to see. Yes, it was. It was very nice to see. Um, looks great, like you know, visually, uh, you know, vis- excuse me, visually impressive. And this is where we get the real indication that time has passed because, yes, um, there have been a, a lot of changes, and now Navarro looks like a respectable city. Exactly. Yes. In, in fact, like if it was, if there was like t- maybe some tighter shots in the city, you could almost think that oh, maybe this was on uh, Naboo. Totally. I totally agree. Yes. Like as far as the cleanliness and the architecture, you know, the brightness, um, you know, it's not, you know, dirty, you know, stone buildings and, you know, and mud all over the ground. Um, (laughs) Yep. And we, you know, get reintroduced to now high magistrate, Grief Cargo. Right. Emphasis on the high. Yes, uh, which that was uh, a good joke. There is a yeah. ba- there there was a very bad joke in this, uh, like one that I had uh, like shook my head when I heard it this morning, forgot about it, uh, and then was reminded about it this evening. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. But yeah, so the 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 joke that everyone keeps forgetting to call him High Magistrate and. Uh, Karga is uh, reminding everyone that it's high magistrate. Um, I, a, I think was funny, but it also fits the character. I, I agree too. Yes. Yeah. It's his character. I, I'm always a fan of when, uh, when humor is used that, that makes sense for the character. You know, it's yeah. not just someone cracking a joke. Yeah. Um, they address Cara Dune's absence, which I did not expect they were going to do. I, I, they would have to, but I, again, I didn't think it would happen in this episode, but mm-hmm. again, they shoved everything in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, they, they had to address it and they did very quickly. Um, yeah. So, okay. So she's, and that kind of leaves the door open, I guess, too. Because I thought it would be something a little bit more finalized, but the explanation she gave that she's off to... Um, no, I forget. Special Forces? Yeah, she got recruited yeah. Yeah, to the Special Forces after bringing back uh, Moff Gideon. Yeah. So they kind of left the door open, either to yeah. recast or bring her back, one of the two. Uh, and I got to imagine that they would recast... I think such a a big deal has been made about mm-hmm. um, her, you know, about Gina Carano not coming back. 
Yeah. It just really has to be done. And and let's be honest. Um, I outside of the initial jarringness of like seeing someone else playing the character, I'm sure if, as long as they get someone who can act, no one's going to care. <laughs> after you, after that first line, you know, like, yeah, that's fine, not a problem. We're good. Yeah, let's move nope. on. Absolutely, she's a very easily her character is very replaceable uh, yeah. for the for the actor. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we find out that uh, Navarro doesn't have a marshal, um, and Grief Cargo wants Mando to to take that role, but Mando has a mission. Um, so we get a, a good scene where um, that was released uh, last week, actually, uh, where we get to see uh, yes Grogu spinning around in a chair, um, which once again. I thought was very funny, but mm-hmm. made perfect sense uh, for anyone that's had, you know, taken a child somewhere where you're Absolutely. trying to have <laughs> an adult <laughs> conversation in like an office or somewhere for like five minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, <laughs> you know, it was pitch perfect watching, you know, Grogu constantly spin around in the chair, trying to steal things off the desk. Mm-hmm. I, I thought th- that was great. Yeah, somebody with a kid that wrote that episode. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but then we, so then, uh, we uh, find out specifically why uh, Dinjarin went to Navarro. It's because he believes he needs a a, a droid uh, to help him get to Mandalore. And yes. the only droid that he trusts is IG-11. Yes. This really surprised me. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, so when he brought this idea up that he needs IG-11, I thought, okay, he's going to say, I need him, get him fixed. And I thought he was going to go away and then come back again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not like fix him on the spot. Like again, shoving so much in this episode. <laughs> oh. I really thought, okay, this could take some time to put him together. So mm-hmm. he's going to go off and do something, and then he's going to come back before it goes to Mandalore. Nope, but nope, nope. Got to shove everything in this episode. <laughs> nope. Let's let's do it right now. <laughs> and uh, so we get a scene that was actually pretty fun. Um, where they managed to reactivate a, a part of him. It's just kind of like his upper torso. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he reactivates, he reverts to his original programming and wants to kill uh, Grogu. Yes. Uh, so we get uh, we get a like I said, a, a good scene of him you know crawling around and them trying you know and everyone else trying to to stop him um one of grief's uh lackeys ends up pushing a statue of grief uh karga on top of uh, ig11 yeah uh to crush him and this is where we get uh one of the worst lines in the show to date uh-huh. um Dinjarin says, oh, "Well, that's thinking with your head, mm-hmm. and or that's using your head, or whatever." It makes yeah. a horrible joke that feels like uh, 
you know, it, it feels like they sent it off and like said, "Hey, George, yeah, you want to you want to <laughs> contribute? You know, do you want to say that you had a you know had a piece of this because it feels right out of the George Lucas playbook. Uh, it, it felt out of place. It wasn't funny, yeah. um, and it also felt very out of character." Uh, yes. Now that you mentioned it, yes, it does. Yeah. Like he, like Mando has been sarcastic, Mm -hmm. but he's never been, or at least so far, he's never been uh, positioned as the guy that's going to try to make a joke. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Like if it was grief Karga that had, said that line it still would like i would have groaned about it but at least it would have made sense that yeah that's the kind of thing he would say exactly yes uh, totally true totally true and i just thought it was hilarious that they're shooting shooting uh ig11 with all their guns and it only took one shot in the first season to kill him <laughs> with and he's using the same gun shooting him <laughs> well yeah, yeah it's <laughs> i just thought that was kind of th- funny th- but, but they don't have time to deal with all that stuff because there's, there's still so much more story that they have to get to. So much to go in there. <laughs> so IG-11 is now destroyed and they need to replace his essentially his memory chip and uh, Mando asks Grief Karga if there's any place that could uh, fix it and he says, yeah, there's a place here. Uh, and then we get intro- uh, we get reintroduced to whatever alien race because I have forgotten the name of them uh, yeah, that um, Babu Frick is. Yes, um, which makes everybody happy. Um, yep. And once again, a, a fun scene. Yes. Uh, however, um, I once again did not think we were going to see them actually putting him together <laughs> <I know. laughs> like i'm just trying to look up the name of that stupid uh um <clears throat> that stupid uh those stupid um uh, aliens oh man um oh it doesn't say here anyway what so what did you think of that scene I took that scene for what it's worth, but again, I thought I, it, it was cute. I, I enjoyed Babu Frick. I enjoyed those creatures. I think mm-hmm. it went on a little too long. Yeah. Um, and again, it's it's nitpicking, you know, like they're... I know I can understand how hard it is to operate those... Um, uh, operate them... But, you know, the, the mouth thing was nowhere near <laughs> as on point as it was at the start of the scene. Mm-hmm. And just kind of came a little distracting. Yeah. Um, but again, it's, uh, um, you thought he had, I, I like you, I didn't think they'd go running to try and fix him and get, fixing him right away again. Thought yeah. it's going to take some time. Yeah. And the, so the race is called the Anzellans. And sounds okay. Yeah. So they tell him once again that he's missing a that they're missing a piece, and he's got to go find this, and he's off on his way. 
which is where I thought that, you know that was where it was going to be. Now, exactly. I, I had just brought up some uh, some notes, and I had already thought that there were two things that also had happened that I thought happened after this, but apparently they happened before. Um, we get introduced to a group of pirates. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um, that that uh, worked with grief uh, in the past. Um, they're hanging out front uh, in front of the school, which we learned uh, in season two was an old bar that got turned into a school. Mm-hmm. They want to go in there and have a drink. Um, obviously, there's no place to drink in there anymore. They have a standoff. Yep. Uh, uh, you know the typical Western trope of, you know, everyone getting ready for a, a quick draw. Yeah, grief cargo. You know, wins the shootout by shooting the blaster out of the pirate's hands, and then, and then Dinjarin kills everybody else. Yep. Um, <laughs> but once again, such a like it was just like such a quick scene. So, and, and again, I'm just I, I'm assuming that scene was to set up to let everyone know what kind of a place. Um, it is now. It's no place for pirates. I'm assuming that's what that scene was for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then subsequently, when uh, the Mandalorian leaves, the pirates come back after him in in a space battle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so they sent. So yeah. So he gets sent off uh, by the uh, the Anzulians, and. Almost immediately gets, uh, sorry, we, we get a scene where he's explaining to Grogu about um, how to pilot. Yes. Uh, and one thing is established uh, in the episode that there is some sort of tunnel mm-hmm. between the cockpit and that little, what was the astromech droid port uh, where uh, Grogu can just kind of crawl in between. So he climbs up in, into the cockpit, and uh, Mando is showing him the controls and explaining to him how to pilot. You know, there's a proximity alert. They have a, you know, a bit of a a dogfight in uh, an asteroid belt. Yep. Uh, and then we find out that what they've actually been do- doing is trying to force him uh, into uh, the direction of the pirate's main ship right. uh, where uh, we learned that the pirate captain is the uh, Swamp Thing. Yes, Swamp Thing, <laughs> absolutely. Um, which was, once again, interesting. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was nice seeing like something that was was different, you know, that just didn't look like a... You know, like kind of like a weird, you know, reptile thing. It was, I will admit, seeing something that was like a creature that was kind of more plant based was yep. definitely, you know, was unique. But mm-hmm. once again, it was like, oh, here's the thing. We're going to show it okay now, and then he's going to fly away because, but don't worry, we might come to this later. And that, once again, it felt like it was, we're going to introduce these characters because at some point later on, they're going to be important, but. We aren't going to have time to explain them who they are later, so we're just going to do it all now. Yeah, and that scene with the 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 cap the pirate captain 
Um, it, for some reason, the first movie that came to my mind was Galaxy Quest when that interaction yes. happened. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's the first thing that popped to me. I'm like, it's an episode of it's a movie Galaxy Quest. Mm-hmm. It just seemed that it almost seemed like the captain was a little too comical. Yeah, um, and and I think part of that too, though was because they spent so little time with him. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and so he had a voice that that sounds a little comical and you know a little over the top. It's, you know, so they. It was, and Mando literally blows past him. He's like, I don't have time for this. We're going to move on. (laughs) And then, and then just, you know, and then flies off. Yep. Um, Now, I don't remember if it was earlier in the episode or at this point, but during one of the points while they're traveling through hyperspace, we get um, another reveal. Uh, of the space whales. Space whales, yes. Um, and then that's another creature that I can't remember, but I'm looking yeah. it up. Um, as soon as I saw them, I was so disappointed. <laughs> what did you think when you saw them? Why are they here? <laughs> I, like, I know why they're, there, why they're here. Why are they? But I, 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 I couldn't think of unless it's something distracting for Grogu. I, 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 I can't remember the significance of them then. Okay. If there is, if there is a significance to them, there is a very big significance. Okay. So, spoilers, if for people that haven't seen Rebels. Um, but the uh, space whales. Um, are the same creatures. That, and, and so they're these creatures that can essentially travel through hyperspace without, you know, just on their own. And at the oh, end of, at the yes. end of Rebels, right? because Ezra had that force ability to kind of communicate with, with other animals and creatures, yes, he yes. used the space whales to essentially shoot, um, Thrawn and inadvertently himself as well across the galaxy. Right, 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 right. So it's the space whales. They're the reason why Ezra has gone missing. Right. And I should so, remember that. You know what? It was a, it was a deep cut, um, but why it. Uh, and why it, bo- it bothered me so much is that it, it just feels like, uh, you know, like the world is just getting, every time they bring something back that's tied into the Clone Wars or Rebels or whatever, it just feels like the world is getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It does uh, feel like it. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I like the idea, you know, uh, I like the idea that there is uh, some interconnectedness, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's a gigantic galaxy, mm-hmm. and not everything has to be related. Yeah. Because now people are going to wonder: Are we going to see Ezra in this episode now? Well, 
Yeah, like I, I don't think we'll. I, I don't think we'll see Ezra. No, but I, just, I think it's yeah. People are gonna start to think that though. But I, I, I do feel though that we're going to get some sort of, um, uh, uh, tee up to Ahsoka. I agree. I think at some point we are going to get, uh, like you said, a tee up to Ahsoka. I, I hundred percent agree on that. Which, <laughs> and we're only getting eight episodes. The first episode, even though it said it was 36 minutes, I'm pretty sure five of them were uh, were credits. So yeah. it was really a 30-minute episode. <laughs> um, I don't want to be wasting time setting up other shows. Oh, that's exactly I, like, what they're going to do. Which is, which is uh, frustrating. Yeah. So... <laughs> Then we get to a, another planet that is near Mandalore. Yep. Where uh, we find Bo-Katan, mm-hmm. who is just lounging around. Yep. Taking it easy. Uh, and has explained that uh, everyone's left her. Yep. Uh, she when no she... longer has the dark, dark saber. Yeah. Although she didn't have it before. No, no. Um, but I, I guess maybe because it wasn't in the hands of another Mandalorian, um, people were still following her because she was trying to get it back to, uh, you know, into the hands of a, of a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. But I guess once Din Djarin got it, that's when people just stopped caring. Yeah. Uh, so he still asks her to join him on his quest to go to Mandalore, and she essentially blows him off. Yes. Yep. And says, you know, he's on his own. <laughs> and th- and that's and that was the end of the episode. Yep. <laughs> and, goodbye, Dinjarin. He, <laughs> yeah, he's like goodbye, and he's like, okay, um, well, if you can't help me, I'm going to do this myself. And. So much happened. Um, and, and and like it just ends. Like, okay, like like it felt like so much. It felt like so much happened and so little happened all at the same time. Yes. Yep. That's exactly it, how it felt. You know, like as we're talking about it and saying like hitting all these story beats, like there is so much. But I, yeah, like I said, a lot of it felt just like rehashing stuff that we already knew. Um, some of it, just, we felt like it was blown through so quickly um, that we didn't get the time to appreciate anything. I would have mm-hmm. liked to have s- spent more time on Navarro. Yep. You know, let you know, let him interact a little bit more. Um, it would have been. It would have been nice having him spend more time with the, with the Mandalorians. Even if it was just that no one wants, you know, if we got to see scenes of no one wanting to engage with him, where he, and he that's, truly is being treated as an outsider. That's what I was expecting to see, and we didn't get it. No, it was just, eh, okay, whatever, you know. Yeah. It just, you know, he helps out, and then it was cut to that scene. 
And you know, now that I say that, think of it like it would have given so much more weight to his desire to go on this mission. If uh, totally. Even after him saving that entire clan of Mandalorians, mm-hmm. everyone is still like, no, 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 we don't want everything. We don't, we don't, we don't even want to acknowledge you exist. Yeah. You broke the creed. No, that but, totally would have put some more weight behind what he was doing. Yeah. So. Now, that being said, still, I think my, <laughs> this episode was still, you know, uh, much better than 90% of Book of Boba Fett. Oh, absolutely. Um, no, no flashbacks. They didn't have to yeah. do flashbacks. They, they revi- revisit anything in real time. <laughs> <laughs> very true um but and, and even even just the way it looked um yeah you know yeah. W- once again like there wasn't anything in the episode where i could immediately like oh yeah that was shot on the on the volume it, uh, yeah i did not get a feeling at all that it was shot on the, on the volume i didn't get that feeling like, at all like i know it was but i yeah. think that they just you know the people that are working on Mandalorian have a better sense of how to use that technology in a way that seems natural. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, so I have heard though, um, that things get better n- next episode. I would like to think so. I, I would like things to, sl- I guess, to kind of slow down. I know it's hard to say slow down, take their time because there's only eight episodes. But I'm hoping the next, you know, few episodes aren't going to be rushed. Yeah. So last night they had uh, the premiere in Los Angeles where they showed the first two episodes. And I've Ooh. heard a couple people now say that. Episode one is okay, but still good if you're just like, oh yeah, I just want some of that kind of classic Star Wars feel, which which it has, you know, just kind of rushing through things. And uh, <laughs> uh, but that episode two is where is where it starts. It feels like it's it, it's hitting its stride. Oh, okay, that's good to know. So yeah, it is good to know that. Um, this epi- that episode one might be a bit of an anomaly as far as the quality goes. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily bad. I I just don't think that it's uh, as good as what we've we've had previously with the Mandalorian. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and also, I feel like this ep- a lot of this episode was a necessary evil. Um, yeah, I agree too. Yep. You know, I think that they, they are probably kicking themselves. They're like, why did we deal with this, some of this stuff in, in <laughs> book of Boba Fett? Like, cause you, you truly can't like for something is that's so, uh, so important to the season, which is, you know, him going to Mandalore, yeah. not, you know, not revealing that in this, in this show proper. <laughs> Is a big mistake, right? Yes, <laughs> and they probably totally. afterwards like, oh yeah, we can't. Yeah, we gotta, fi- <laughs> we gotta fix this. So, 
Um, but so watching you watched it twice. Watching yep. it a second time was it? Uh, it was a bit enjoyable? better watching. Yeah, was it? it was more enjoyable the second time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again tonight. Th- thankfully, it's so short; <laughs> it won't be a you know a, a big time commitment. <laughs> yeah, but I think also it might be I might enjoy it more just because now my expectations are going to be lowered. Uh, exactly. Exactly. You know, uh, um, you know, it's been a while since we've had uh, since we've had the Mandalorian. Uh, you know, it's been a couple years now, um, and you know, we were all very excited about it. Um, and then on top of that, uh, in the episode that we recorded last week, but got s- screwed up because of internet. Um, Always blame the internet. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I, I had mentioned that uh, Star Trek uh, Picard season three is, has started. Yep. And we're now two episodes in on that. And it is so good. Like, it, the quality is so high. Like, it, it is... Um, Just watching the trailer for the for the episode, you can tell the quality is up there. Like it, it was just so exceptional that um, I that I I probably didn't have the the right expectations going into Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. So so I think watching I, I'm looking forward to watching it again. So yeah. So any you know final thoughts about Mando? Just Season glad three, to see him. One. Just glad to see him back. Uh, mm-hmm. Tears went by pretty quick, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just looking forward to sec to the second episode now. Yeah. Now we got me everything, too. everything set from the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get going. Yeah. So, one other quick thing before we go, because yep. I don't know if you knew this. I just found this out. I Ooh, found this okay. out on the weekend. Because I was thinking, oh, geez, I remember us talking about March and how it was going to be a busy Star Wars month with, um, you know, Mandalorian starting up again and Jedi Survivor coming out. So I get, you know, so I was thinking on the weekend, you know what, I should probably get around to finally pre-ordering it so, so I can download it in advance and. For some reason in my mind, I thought that it was like it was supposed to come out like next week. It got delayed. Oh, no, I did not know that. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> Oops. But here is but here's the kicker. So it's not like it, it got delayed like six months or anything. It got delayed uh, about six weeks or wow. seven weeks. Even so, still. But but so here's the here's the truly messed up part. It got delayed to April twenty eighth. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you're going to push it back that far, why not push it back one more week so you can release it on May fourth? Oh, that would have been so much better. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like if someone's gonna get fired, like (laughs) 
Like it, it's not like it got pushed back to mid-April, where they're like, no, you know what? We don't want to, you know, we don't want to make people wait another three weeks. We're literally talking one, two, three, four. It's five days. Five. Wow, that really makes you wonder, doesn't it? <laughs> How many more sales do you think they could probably squeeze out of us if it was on a May 4th? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Maybe someone will then, come to their senses soon. Well, I don't think you can at this point. Like, now that they've committed, no, it's April 28th, that's it. Like, wow. Because as I went back and I'm like, how did I miss this? And went and read the press release. And, you know, they talk about, you know, just wanting to, you know, to make sure things are polished. And um, and all of that stuff makes sense. Mm-hmm. But all they had to do was do a little bit of spinning. And we said, you know, we wanted to do a little bit more polish. We knew it was going to have a bit more work. And we think this is one of the best ways that you can celebrate um, you know, what has become a Star Wars holiday, May the 4th. Yeah, maybe somebody tore out the pages after April by accident. <laughs> oh, so oh my God. I, I've got to imagine that the per, <laughs> you know, like there's a part of me that thinks that, you know, the press release was put out like without marketing seeing it. They're like, oh yeah, the marketing guy's on lunch, so <laughs> they send it out. <laughs> Yeah, that's even yeah. Then he's, you know, checking his Twitter feed and, and then he's frantically, you know, like running back like, no, what have you done? <laughs> so. That's even better. Uh, but there have been some uh, video, gameplay videos about uh, uh, Jedi Survivor and it's looking really good. I'm so, really excited for it. So. I'm going to go search those up. Yeah. Okay, so with that, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, if you're enjoying the show and you want to leave us a message, or sorry, you want to leave us a review, go to whatever podcast service you're using and uh, leave a review or a rating there if uh, you can. If you want to leave us a message, you can go to anchor.fm slash podcast. and if you're on a mobile device, there's a button there where you can record a message. Um, if people want to find you online, Brent, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at homerj13. And you can find me on Twitter. I am at the Pie Whisperer. And with that, I think it's time to say good night, Brent. Good night, Brent. <laughs>